following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. We got the band back together today. Welcome to the show. Longtime member. It's been a while. Douglas Barraclough. Ba- Douglas. Hello, hello. You remember where all the buttons are? I do. How Let's... you been, brother? I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. You know what? Some of these <laughs> buttons have moved, I'm discovering. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just just know which one turns the mics off during the break. That's all we have. Hey! <laughs> you know one. where that one's at. Yep, 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 yep. It's not Victory Monday. I was hoping to return on a Victory Monday. I know. We wish you would have, too. So Kyle's out all week, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing his play-by-play thing. Yeah, no like sh- in the Caymans or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, he's big time, man. He's, he's calling some uh, NCAA basketball tournament with, yeah. like, some, like, some really – Good D one teams. Mm-hmm. He's great at what he do. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it together more than this show does. But now we got it back together because Douglas is back with us. So you'll be here today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, right? That is correct. No shows Thursday or Friday. Not that I'm aware of. All right. Do we know the schedule for Wednesday yet? I don't. No, is it the same? I don't know. They were kicking around times and moving. Oh, things William up. says oh, really? they're still working on it. Still working on it. All right, we'll let you know as soon as we find out. All right, let's talk about some Cowboys football. I'm trying to be as upbeat as I can because because that was a tough game to watch. Mm. It's a tough game to to play in, a tough game to work in, a tough game to watch on TV, a tough game to social media in. Nasty. I don't even know where to start, man. I, the, I think the encouraging thing is – I'll start it this way. There's encouraging thing? There's an encouraging thing because as bad as the weather was – you were playing the number one defense. You were playing in New England. You were in this game until the end. You had a chance to win this game. I think the discouraging part of this is you were in yet another game that you had chances to win that you found ways to not win the game. And you come out of this going, you know what? We were right there. We're right there. But guess what? You played another above 500 team that you didn't beat, that you could have beat. Some, you know, decisions throughout the game are, you know, being questioned again. So it's, you know, Jerry had some some words to say after the game, which was kind of uncharacteristic of him after a game. So this thing just this thing just feels weird to me right now. Like normally you come in here and there's because y'all aren't saying anything. You're not helping me out on this show. Our, our experts on the other side of the table haven't said a word yet. Yeah, uh, Nate's, Nate's well, in Jesse morning. said something at, at, before the show started that all of y'all agreed upon about something happened five months or six, seven months ago. You oh, said something happened. Here we go. <laughs> Jesse was making a valid point. And yeah. what was that point? That what April, was your po- March, or something happened? What was your point? I did all the talking I had to do last week. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> Mr. Newton. Stop. Point was this was a I game. I didn't win the game, can, can so I'm gonna be quiet. Can, can I can I pull can I pull a Mr. Newton today? Yes. No, okay. I'm, I, and, and just okay. and just shut my mouth. No. Jesse no. said before the show was it April or March when the schedule came out. Mm-hmm. April. It's in April. Okay, that nobody the picked the Cowboys to win. So except, why are you except you? Ex, why are you upset? Okay, I'm not upset. 
Okay. I don't think. But well, go ahead. But I don't. No, no. Go ahead, on Kirk. Well, I don't think we're upset that they lost. I think we're upset with the way they lost. You know, this is what bothers me when you when you look at the, the possession chart and drive chart. They had twelve possessions. We had twelve possessions. And we had Jesse on. Jesse, let me say this: you did a great job last week. Thank you. And. This is what Finally. bothers me. <laughs> Finally. This is what bothers I mean, me. I was, I was building up to the favorite week, baby. Like yeah. y'all said. You did a great, you did a great job. Uh, but when you look at the drive chart and you see Dallas' average start was on the 21. New England's average start was New England's 41. Mm-hmm. What the Jesse said all last week, and I echoed it. And I, we went and found the names. We said, if this game don't go right, what was special? What part was special teams play in it? Mm. On ver- kickoff drive chart starting, Cowboys had four started on the Dallas twenty-one. New England had four; they started on the twenty-eight. That's almost a first down better for them. But what's what's kind of sad is the wind was blowing before the game. Nobody went out to test to see where the wind was, how the wind was blowing, and the direction of so that you may adjust yourself as a kickoff return guy. Nobody understood that if number 19 Slater and the other guy Abner and the other guy, uh, the running back. Brandon Bolden. Th- that if these guys were over you, you had to give extra, extra effort because these are the great special team guys that this man went and got to the point where they shook you up so bad in the third quarter to when they motioned a man across their defense, you froze and had a delay of game. That was 10 yards you lost mm-hmm. right there. Then you get another penalty. That was 20 hitting yards that you lost towards bettering yourself defensively. Before we left out of here Friday, we had a whole segment on special teams. How can it matter and be so big and we get, and we go as a team and this is what hurts us? Nah, man, you cannot lose like that. Okay, I lied. I am going to talk. <laughs> we knew. We knew. I left my tape in the car. I was going to tape my mouth shut. I left that in the car. Wait, where you parked that? <laughs> <laughs> give me a key. Give me a key. But to echo Nate's point, and the reason why I said that this game was lost in April, because you wasn't going to change coaches between now and game day. And the New England Patriots coaching staff, Bill Belichick leading the coaching staff, Joe Judge being the special teams coach, um, Sean, Sean uh, McDaniels being the office coordinator and Bill Belichick and his son being the defensive coordinators, whatever. There are no stones unturned. Let's just take the punt block, for example. <laughs> I think I think we brought this up at lunch, didn't Go we? Go ahead on, break, break it down, Jesse. <laughs> Let's just – you think, first of all, Matthew Slater – Number 18, seven-time Pro Bowler for special teams. Been in this league a long time. Ten years. Over ten years. Ten years or more, whatever. Long time. You think Bill Belichick didn't know that number 48, Joe Thomas, had the flu? flu? 
You mm-hmm. think that Bill Belichick didn't know that Joe Thomas didn't take a snap all week in practice? You think that Bill Belichick did not know that the symptoms and effects that come with the flu and sometimes weak by now if it you leaves you delusional. Now I've never had the flu. I have. All right. It leaves you delusional. I've heard the symptoms. So I went if you, face first into the toilet. If if, <laughs> if you have the flu on Monday, right? It's chills, it's body aches, it's fevers, it's all the kind of stuff, right? If you had it on Monday, it ain't it ain't fully out your system by Sunday. There's still some lingering effects to that. Now, you might have been able to take some medication and get some rest. Some IVs. To get yourself to a position of playing, but you ain't fully ready. So, Bill said, let's check. Let's see if he's ready to play. Let's see if they're going to secure him with a little bit more help. Let's just see. Because he didn't put any old player over Joe Thomas. No. He put the dog on him. He put the one dude who's been to the Pro Bowl. When you go to the Pro Bowl, that means what? That you've excelled at what you've done in that specific position. You know Seven what? and ten years. <laughs> Seven times in ten years, Matthew Slater has gone to the Pro Bowl. He is a master at what he d- He ain't – he was – he has not had a pass – he's listed as a wide receiver – he ain't had a pass on him in, in four years. He is specifically there to be a master at special teams. And when you come into this game, knowing that knowing the situations, knowing that you're down receivers, knowing that you're down this and you're not, you don't have that, the elements are there, you're trying to find the one small advantage. Because I, I'm, I'm a firm believer, once they went up 7-0, game was over. They, they just needed to score first. Once I get a lead, I am going to play this game in such a way that you are not going to beat me. And he knew, and he was saying, well, they had a chance. You never had a chance. There was never a chance. He controlled that game, Bill Belichick, from start to finish. He did just enough. He didn't have to go over because he said, I don't have to go and go on fourth down. I can kick the 48-yard field goal whether I make it or not because I know the guy on the other side, he won't beat me. He won't do enough to make me have to go into my bag of tricks, to make me have to do more than what I really want to do in this type of weather. But that punt block alone tells you they knew exactly where to go. They knew exactly who to attack. They knew exactly who to attack him with and just said, let's see what happens. Boom. Punt block led to a touchdown. I'm going to tell you what's amazing. You have to – and I – you know, I'm, I'm not smarter than Jesse, but I'm not going to fear him, but I'm going to be weary. You have to be weary when you play somebody that has a, a, a edge on you. You don't be scared, but you have to be weary. And the players themselves, I know somebody said, that's Slater, that's Abner, this such and such. If you have these guys, because I know what Joe Alvazano would have told us. Joe Alvazano's like, Nate, that's Bruce Smith, dog. Find him. He done, yeah, he done, block some, he done block some field goals. Don't relax on that guy. And we had an old saying when I played, you, you think it's funny, but when it catch up with you, it's going to catch up with you, and it's going to hurt a long time. 
And what that long time is, is when we get in this situation again, your whole team going to be looking at you. It's some people over there that's getting looked at today. And they getting looked at hard. And when next week comes, they're going to be looked at again and tested again. Because the league does not forgive. They just imitate. So, and they may not have a Slater, but what if they do? So what the – reportedly the team prepared for Slater. They practiced it. They, they told him what to expect. So was it Thomas's fault for missing the blog or whoever was supposed to do it? Or is it the coaching's fault because they even had Thomas in Everybody there? Everybody that was or involved. They, or they didn't uh, – Every scheme it different. Everybody e. that was involved. E, all of the above. Well, <laughs> I mean, and it is. I, I mean, it is. And then you want to go further in the coaching because this is what it came down to. Call it whatever you want. I'm gonna go further in the coaching. Let's talk about the phantom calls. Let's talk about them. Only seven of those tripping calls have been called all year long. Mm-hmm. You you guys remember me saying that earlier in this year about how you, how you influence the referees? Referee, yes, sir. Tee them up. Huh? Mm-hmm. Talk to him. Love on him. Rex Ryan, 30 years in coaching. I said it last night after it happened. Said it last year when it happened. Said it the year before that when it happened. Rex Ryan said it this morning. He's been coaching for 30 years. Super Bowl winner. And he says, here's what you do. You see something on film that you feel you might have an advantage of. You send it in to Al Riveron, and you're saying, hey, Al, watch these plays right here. He then alerts his officials. And then before the game, as a coach, you're going up to the referees and you're saying, hey, remember we sent in that stuff, man? Hey, listen, man, watch that tripping, man. When we do this, these guys stick their legs out, so on and so forth. And you have players do it. And you have players do it. Now, what happens is because here's the thing that we get the advantage of. We get to sit at our homes with rewind and slow-mo. and all. We can say, how can you say that's a tripping call? You're an idiot. You're dumb. You're da-da-da-da. You were there, mm-hmm. right? It was cold. It was raining. And now, as a ref, I have to be able to see these big human beings moving at light speed. So where is the ref eyes? I don't know. He, the back judge called it twice, right? So his job is to look at what's happening in the offensive line. You want to get back far enough, but you have to pan across the offensive line to make sure everything is happening or what is happening. So at what point in time did he pan and all he may have seen was a leg going up in the air and a guy falling down. We don't know. We don't know. But in the back of his mind, in the back of his mind, the movie was called, last time I said this, the movie was called Focus with Will Smith. And it was a part of this movie where this guy is riding through. The, he, he, he makes a bet. He, like, goes all in on an absurd bet for a crazy amount of money. And this guy has to pick a number on the football field, whatever. He picks the number, and Will says he gets the number. Then they go back and they flash back. From the time that he left his hotel room, they were setting up that he would see this number over and over again on his hotel door, in the elevator, in the car ride over, in the stadium. He just kept hearing the same number over and over and over. So subconsciously in his mind, this was the number that he was seeing. French fry. French fry. (laughs) French fry. I'm just going to McDonald's with that. Right. So this is what happens in a game. Is I tell you this, I show it to you, I repeat it over and over again, and then you say, oh, that was it. Throw a flag. It was tripping. They ain't called it all year long. But you just influence the way that they're thinking, change their thought process. That all goes back into 
the coaching wheelhouse, leaving no stern unturned, trying to find every way that I can get an advantage. And they did. That's why I knew back when this game was on the schedule in April that we were going to lose this game. It had nothing to do with players. It's nothing to do with players. Nothing to do with players. This game had everything to do with the people on the sideline. But you, the thing that bothers you is this is what bothers This is what keeps coming back in my mind is I'm flowing through all radio stations. So as I'm coming over here for the pregame, as I talk to Barry Church about their pregame, and one thing that was so consistent this week that we've never been of one in the media on this certain thing. I don't know if it's a combine word. I don't know if it's a single word. If we got two words in it, special teams. I talked about it a whole segment on my show. Barry Church did it out there in that plaza, a whole segment on their show. I checked on the fan, the flagship station. They brought us, talked about it all. Hell, when Nick sat on the friend's couch with us, the one thing he said, it's going to come down to special teams. How did this happen? Well, okay, let me ask you this. Um, no, 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 ask Jessica. Uh, ask Jessica. Ask me, and then I'll defer okay, to Jessica. I'm not yeah. talking today. Well, yeah. you know, okay, so I'll give <laughs> yeah, Jessica. You show the quietest dude. Yeah. As far as the, the the special teams go, focusing on that now. I mean, I'm not making excuses for the coaching. I think there's definitely been issues there the past week. But what can coaches do about? You know, indecision, like even catching the ball back there on the kickoffs, unable to field a kickoff, fumbling it. You know, Bennett jumping off sides a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, the missed block on that. You know, you had uh, on the the penalties, the uh, the gunner in motion. On I mean, those are mental, it stupid mental to, mistakes by players. How it, do it, coaches it, fix that? It, it, no, you don't. It you comes do. down. You do. You fix it in practice. Okay. I'll put it the way we we did a different error than them. Leon Lett goes and recovers a fumble. Tries to, and Miami wins the game. Leon Lett runs and hides in the x-ray room. There can't nobody find him. He quivering in the corner. Jimmy goes in there and pulls him out, saves his life. <laughs> that Monday, that Monday, when we got in, they had a big old playbook of rules on special team. I ain't know they even had it. <laughs> and every crazy rule uh, that they thought was a crazy rule, they went over it. And we sat there like an hour and a half while Joe Alvisano went over. He said, I thought I didn't have to do this, but I see from yesterday we have to do this. And they we they went over this rule. And he, you have any questions? So we started at, so we stayed in an hour and a half. That's that stone. Unto, you know, what do you call it? Stone up, stone up. No turn. That's it. Because think, our, our coaching staff was not going to let us as players have a way out. But see, I think our coaches are doing that. Maybe not as well as they should, but they are doing that, and the players still aren't getting it done. Some things, and, I, and before I started this, that's where it comes down to a player as a man stepping up and saying, I blew that. Some but here's what you also have to remember as well. Yeah, I blew that. Look at this coaching staff. There's a bunch of guys who are doing this for the very first time. Keith O'Quinn, this is his first year being a special teams coach. Now, he's been an assistant for a long time. 
I mean, he he Keith O'Quinn goes all the way back to when I was playing with the Cowboys. At the time, he was a he was like a receiver GA type of uh, a type of dude, and then he learned under Rich Versace and he learned under um, Jody Camillus. But it's different when you're the guy, right? You, you you're not just the assistant anymore. You're the guy, and there's certain things that you have to remind these players of. All Bill Belichick did on that first one when they had to delay a game. Now, the delay a game, as, as a dude who was a special teams captain, perfectly fine. You're taught. Listen, if they give you a look, we're already punting. If they give you a look and you ain't quite sure, well, let's not burn a timeout. Take the five. We punting anyway. Right? Take the five. We pull up. In fact, sometimes it even gives you a little bit more room to try to lay one in there. But New England gave them a look that they've never seen on film before. No returner? 11 guys up? Oh, he's moving? Oh. They already and, blocked and, one. And they, they already, already blocked block one? one? But they got it. They have to be prepared, you think, for those situations. You never saw it. How do you be prepared for it? Well, they've seen it someplace. I mean, surely you, but this surely is what, you but guys this is, the SEC this is, don't count. But this is what I'm saying. But this I'm, is I'm what not I'm saying. Yeah. The SEC, the college, college don't count. The college don't. I'm, I'm telling. You, I was on the sidelines and I saw it from the sideline. I was like, wait a minute, this something ain't something's not right. And then when he went in motion, I was like, all right, hang on, don't. I was thinking, don't run this because something crazy yeah. is about right. to happen. Right. But now the second penalty, that's mental. Yeah. That's mental because as a punter. And as the as the PP guy, you are taught if you have anybody going in motion, check to make sure that everyone is set before you send them or before you say your go call. Now, I know I was a personal protector. That was taught to me. Listen, if we have to change, because they're the, the last voice that he hears is mine. Mm-hmm. Make sure everyone is set. So that wasn't the guy, follow the guy moving. It was the... Guy the personal protector. The, the guy calling the snap. Correct. And I'll go a step further. The second time, Joe Alvazano would have just screamed, Max protect, Max protect. And no matter what they do, right, you just kick the ball. See, what we're trying to do here is take simple one-on-one football and make it something devastating. What is devastating is the fact that they blocked the kick. Number two, they got to delay a game. Number three, they got you again. Yeah. When all you simply had to say was, match, match, bring everybody in and protect and let the guy kick the ball. Now, that right there don't sound good or feel good because guess what you say? That is so simple. And it is. And you, and you, and you go based oh, upon – the, the, the foot of your kicker. If he's a right-footed kicker, you're saying, well, if they're rushing 11, we only have 10 to block. Well, when you're max protecting, you're zoning it out, and you're making the guy, which is the your left, guy. The, your left, right? My, if I, my kicker's a right-footed kicker, he's kicking it this way. So make this guy have to run the hump to come across. Don't let this guy come because I'm, I'm my steps are going to be one, two, kick this way. I'm right-footed. So I have to make this guy run the hump. If anybody's going to come, you want you sealing up the middle, and if anybody's going to come free, he's coming from the far side, our left, their right, because we have a right-footed kicker. If it's a left-footed kicker, it's the opposite way. We're zoning this thing out. We're clogging up the middle, and we're going to make this guy run the hump. You know what I'm saying? Get that last little bit of push on him at the end. Make him run the hump because his steps are 
at this point in time, what, there's nobody to return. So we're not even trying to get distance or any of that. We're getting it off. One, two, boom. That's it. Get, whatever it goes, it goes. We're not even trying to get distance on it. Let, let me ask you this. How, how were y'all quickly, how were y'all special teams ran during the week? Because we would have a special team meeting. First meeting we had. The first meeting. Meet, and I'm talking about this This our week started. Our week started after the game. Because we went over the good and the bad. And so we would have 30 minutes to an hour before a regular team meeting with Johnson, we would have a special teams yep. meeting to show us what went good, what went wrong, and what's the possible looks off of this. Okay, and after we would have that special team meeting, then Coach Johnson would come in and we would have the overall view team. and we would break up and go to mm-hmm. our position. position coach. Then that next day that we come in, we would have kind of an overall view special team again of what's to be expected. And then we'll have either punt or punt return together or kickoff and kickoff. Mm-hmm. And, and we would do this every morning, climaxing at the end of the week with another special team meeting. So what is not covered? Right. Yeah, what is not covered? Why isn't it being done then? I mean, that's execution. It, all, it also comes into the game. All right, you come into the game, and now the first kick that you saw was kicked short. From there on then, I would have said, Tony, t- if it goes over your head <laughs> in the end zone, damn it, it stays yeah. in the end zone. Right. right. What we're not going to do is line you up fires in the end zone and the kick kicks it to the 10-yard line. Yeah, that didn't make sense. That didn't make – or if I'm going to do that, I'm going to say, okay, uh, Jameis Olawalu, whoever the other big lug was, you're coming out. Randall Cobb, you're going in. And I'm going to stack you two guys up together. Tony Pollard, you're going to be right here on the uh, goal line. If it goes over your head, it stays. If it comes anywhere in this, in this gray area, that's yours. Randall Cobb, if it's anywhere here – or, f- or above, fair catch it, it's yours. Don't back up. Don't back up. Just, you, just if it you fall got in it. front of you, you got it. You got it. But if you because that was see, that's I a simple coaching change. Mm-hmm. That's a simple coaching change. Right there. I got two guys. Look at what New England did. How many punts did they catch? One. They let everything hit the ground. I said, we ain't even taking a chance. It's wet, it's rainy, it's windy. I got a guy back there, he like, it got out the way. Mm-hmm. It's little things like that, man. If he just like had that, an man. inkling. If it's he, little things like that. If he if he just had an inkling that this ball wasn't going to hit right in his hands, they just jump back and scream, you know, whatever word they use as hot potato. Yeah. Let me say this, man. I, I was on the wedge, and at no given time was I allowed to catch a ball. As, and I knew oh, not I to step to back. And, and I knew not to step <laughs> back. But they also told me that if a ball rolled up to you and you can control it, just fall on it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I already told them I ain't running nowhere and get killed. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> running nowhere. So I know somebody had to say, are Ola Wally supposed to be one of our more mature and best special team players? Experience should have told him that. Okay, if it's over my head, I don't need to back up because I have a guy back there. And if I am going to do that, I'm going to discuss it with this guy. It's called communication. So you can ask all the questions you need to ask, but it still come down to simple, but it basic happened three times. communication. It happened three times. Like, okay, the first time, oh, they got us on this one. Okay, fellas, listen, 
Oh, they, they got us again, fellas. Yeah. What did I say last? What, I said this a couple weeks ago. Maybe four or five weeks ago. Once, it's a mistake. Two, it's a trend. Three, it's a habit. They have built and formulated habits that they cannot break. And we, this was the one week, the one week when you could not come in and have the excuse of, we should have executed better. Not against that guy. You can't have execution mishaps against Bill Belichick and his coaching staff. This is the one week you could not have that. And we had it over and over and over and over and over again. I don't question very many play calls. I'll let you guys do that. But there is one yesterday as it was happening. I was like, okay, I don't know if I understand this. I want to throw it out there and – I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but I want to know what your thoughts are on this. When oh, we come yes, back, yeah, I, I would like to hear that. On Hanging with the yeah. Boys. You gotta go, we gotta go. Where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life. Life, the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Ready? Okay. Give, Give me, me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we gonna win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to hanging with the boys. Back on the show. That's why smart players are so... uh... Kurt wants to talk about... So imperative. Yes. A true cowboy loves his freedom. And Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom. Kurt, start that over. This is the weakest read I've ever heard in my life. A true cowboy loves his freedom. There we go. Who's that? Paul. Shout out to Paul. And Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive cowboys underwear. TommyJohn.com slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. There he is. I, laddie. Connor McLeod. I have a question for you guys. You're going to like this, Jesse. This is just me observing the game while it's happening, and I am I was puzzled at the time, and I still don't really understand why. And I, I've heard people on both sides of the 
both sides of the fence on this one. So I just want to throw it out there and get your thoughts and opinions. So late in the uh, late in the third quarter, you're down thirteen to six, I believe. Mm-hmm. Seven. Thirteen to seven. Is that yeah, because it it's a touchdown would have tied it up, right? No, they didn't. Just they ended with nine. They didn't score a right. touchdown. I said. We go ahead and let him explain huh? first, so we don't come muddle yeah, it up. Thirteen to six. Thirteen six. Touchdown yeah. late in the fourth yeah. would have yeah, put okay, you one up, yes, right? Sir, right? Yes, sir. Go ahead on. I'm sorry. So you've got to score a touchdown no matter what to get the lead, whether you kick a field goal at that point or not. You you have to score a touchdown to get the lead. You can't do two field goals. You can't do one field goal. At some point before the end of the game, you have to score a touchdown if you're going to win the game. So you're down. You start at the you're at the New England fourteen. And first off, I don't understand. This is seems like this is we're back in the boat that we were two or three weeks ago. Where the one thing that's kind of been working for you all game is get the ball in Zeke's hands. Zeke Zeke had his burst back if he right. ever lost it. Right? He actually had a good game. He grinded some stuff out. He looked like he was popping through the hole. You go pass to Elliott off the left end for three yards. Pass incomplete short to Jason Witten. Pass incomplete short to Blake Why is he Jarwin. still on the field? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm short sorry. Short to Blake Jarwin. And sorry. then you decide you want to try a 29-yard field goal. To me, right there. If I'm on the 14, right there. I'm planning on I have four downs. I'm running the ball three times in a row and then seeing where I'm at on fourth and then making a decision on I'm st- I'm going for it. I'm not kicking a field goal. I don't care because even if you miss it, you got New England on their own eleven yard line, and you've got to have with the wind in their face, right? Mm-hmm. Going to the, the wrong going end of the into field, the wind. where they haven't really had any success. Why not go for it right there? And if you miss, you still get the ball back, probably in better field position than you've had the entire game. If your defense holds them after one or two first downs, they're kicking into the wind. You got a short field. You still have plenty of time to go down and score. T- you go for the. To me, you go for the touchdown twice. You don't get it the first time. You got a chance to do it the second time. You don't do it the second time. You lose the game. I don't understand why they kicked the field goal and why it was going on. I was like, I'm sure something's going on. I'm sure they're talking about it on TV. There's something going on that I don't understand. Tell me your thoughts, Kurt. You you go first. I didn't understand it either. I mean, I was. I'm right there with you. I mean, Garrett. Um, made the comment after the game that, you know, you may get a four-point game. They go ahead and kick a field goal coming back. You still have a chance to be in the game. We would get it back with just under three with a chance to go win it. Well, to me, that's saying you don't trust your defense to get a stop because they're planning on if the Patriots kicking a field goal. So Mm -hmm. they kicked a field goal to try to keep pace. But then you're asking, you know, instead of them starting, you know, Instead of pinning them in at the 8 or 11 or whatever it was, you're now giving them the ball what turned out to be the 20-something, or I don't remember. But to me, it was just not good logic. It didn't make sense. The win probability factors say it wasn't a smart move. I don't, I don't know why it did What do you guys think? Jesse? What would you have done? Would you have kicked Scurred. the field goal? However you want to put it. Scary. Scurry. Scurred. Mm-hmm. However they say it nowadays. When you're at New England, you cannot be scared. You got to take it from them, right? You have to. 
Just like the Eagles did in the Super Bowl. You, you got to take it away from them because if not, they're going to beat you. If you think, and this is why I kept saying, you know, you guys, you tease me about it, but this is why I love the way that New England does what they do. They knew, they they knew he didn't have the weight in his Tommy John's area <laughs> to do this. That that's the this is how you go into a hostile environment with weather conditions. You gotta go get it. They ain't gonna give it to you. They, they, they ain't gonna give it to you. And so here you are in a prime example and a prime opportunity to go and you talk about want to win in the locker room. You want to gain some more leverage in your players. You want to put yourself on a national stage. You want to show everybody that you're able and willing to do this thing. That's the moment. That's the moment you got to go ahead and step out and say, and, 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 and again, perp- lack of preparation because they got to fourth down and was and now thinking about decision making when that should have been a thought long before you got to first down he should have been in whoever's whoever's ear he should have been like hey Kellen listen up we're going forward down here so this is four down territory so call your plays according that we're going on four mm-hmm. down territory Dak listen up we're going forward on this four down territory so hey run it if you got hey tuck it away get you know get a couple extra get yards positive yards yeah. I doubt that was communicated with anybody. And then now you look at me saying, well, it's fourth and seven. That's, that's a, that's, that is a tough distance to right. go for. That's a tough distance to go for. But you didn't put yourself in the proper position to even go forward on fourth down. Because had you, you would have taken a uh, uh, profit and got three yards, four yards, whatever it was, so that now your fourth down is third, I mean, fourth and manageable, not fourth and, you know, eight, seven, eight yards. That's a tough distance to get in tight quarters. Mm-hmm. It, it all goes, this game all goes back to coaching, man. You, go, go. Yeah, yeah, you want a player to do some special things, but it's in these moments that a coach is supposed to say, hey, this is four down territory. So call the plays accordingly. Quarterback, four down territory, run the plays accordingly. And let's go ahead and take this shot because we're not they're not gonna give us the game. We're gonna have to go and take it from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And and they didn't do it. They, when you, when, a couple of times you you saw in the game where, especially the Cobbs, where he threw it over Cobbs' head, sitting there one yard from the first down was Zeke, like this right here. We heard Jesse say, you know, that you can't coach caution. Remember that weeks back? And that's why we see Dak making these great throws. But when you play in this type of game, you got to realize, you know, we saw in the first quarter where you was trying to get your hands right. Well, the key here is to get the first down. Sometimes you do have to say, okay, this is the first down. He was trying to make play after play a lot of times. And that's what that's why I'm saying to myself, you got to free him a little bit more, and you got to be talking to him, I think. And I don't know who talks to him during the game. Maybe it's Kellum through his ear. But remember now, we're just trying to get this first down. Goes back to his way of thinking, let's go for four, let's go four downs. So now that eases your quarterback and give him a chance to read a little bit slower because as much as we wanted to think that he didn't have a lot of time – 
both quarterbacks had a lot more time than we thought in that game due mm-hmm. to the ugly weather. Mm-hmm. So he missed a couple of short ones. That way, I'm talking about for first downs. I ain't talking about for big plays, just for first down. So even though he said that he's played in these type of games, people laugh and I say, yeah, you done played with the SEC, but you ain't played with 11 grown men coming after you with the intelligence of, of their coach behind them. It's different. The speed, because of the confidence, is different. So the speed is different. So they may have given him some looks that may have shaken him, but by that time he got his hands and everything right, they should have been slowing him down as a quarterback. You know, because a lot of his things, even when he threw the ball and had time, he looked rushed. He looked a little bit out of sorts. Uh, I don't know who do do the talking to him, whether it's Kellum, whether it's Coach Kitna, or whether he just had worked himself up into a frenzy. But a lot of things he missed that would have made this game a lot easier for him. This is what's amazing is I, I don't have time to uh, – and this is going to sound kind of nasty, but this thing over. For us, this game, it's over. My question to you guys is going forward, which we, which we better heard from go forward, not us but them, how does this affect Buffalo? Buffalo ain't no slouch. Especially Buffalo saw this game, man. Let's get to, let's let's get to that. Buffalo saw this game. But let me let me let, make one more let me make yeah. one more point, and, and and we'll move off the coaching situation. And you spoke about it, even something as simple as the gloves. Something as simple as that. Oh, when I saw that, I thought Parcells. But my thing Remember? was, yeah, yeah. But my thing was, y- y- y'all didn't work through this before you got to New England. He he wasn't practicing with gloves in here. He was, but just not wet under wet conditions. This would you would have never had that issue with Bill Belichick. The balls would have been soaked. They they Mike McCord and that training staff, they they got top of the line uh uh satellite imagery, right? They do, yeah. They got top of they they know every single day what the weather gonna be when they gotta go away. Cause you know why? They gotta pack for this. What are we packing, fellas? Packing jackets, raincoats, quarter inches, whole inch, cleats, more gear than it. So they look at the weather. They get a weather report to Jason Garrett every single day about what's going, what's happening. How, how does we all the Doppler effects? You knew that it was going to be cold, windy, and rainy. Windy and rainy. And if you didn't, when you woke up that morning, you definitely knew it. <laughs> so if you didn't practice it all week, okay, cool. Pre-game. That pre-game. is the issue. Mm-hmm. Pre-game. Special teams. Pre-game. Pre-game. Special the wind was blowing teams, pre-game. pre-game. It was raining. So at That's no point in time, does anybody say, hey, son, no, put that glove on. Let's just, let's work it out. Not, and, and I, I did a what you call it. Dak has the seventh biggest hands as for, for quarterback in NFL history. Seventh. Mm. Seventh biggest hands. You saw how hard he was trying to get that glove on his hand? He seventh biggest hand. He got mitts. big hands. Yeah, got basketball mitts. But the other dude, they didn't have no problems. It was it was smooth and ready to go. He had no he had he had the glove on the opposite hand just so he can catch it and grip it and then throw it. Because they already know how to work in this environment. This game all came down to the people on the sideline. Isn't that though? Kurt, I, mean, I just said I'm trying to go to a break, well, and then you. 
Jesse said, I got one question. Wow. We have sure that to be a, a, a statement. Go and ahead, everything. Kurt, go, go, go <laughs> well, I mean, it, that's kind of – and then on Dak, I mean, they, they should have practiced it, obviously, with a wet ball out here. But a coach is not going to go to his quarterback and say, wear a glove. I mean, isn't that on Dak pregame to figure that out? It depends on the coach, right? Real, it depends I mean, on the coach, right? You want your quarterback you to be comfortable. I'm saying that we're said. gonna try it. We're gonna try it out. Yeah. We're gonna work through it. You gonna? I'm gonna have to see that this ain't working. Well, maybe that's what they did. They worked through it. On they didn't. But they worked through it without the glove, saw it didn't work, and then put on the glove. I bet the balls got worse throughout the game and changed what Dak had to deal with. I'm nah, not saying nah, you're wrong this, at all. This, I agree with you. I'm just brother, asking, this happened in the first quarter. Can you tell a quarterback what to do like that? Yeah. If it's going to help him, you don't think a quarterback won't help? If, I'm if, saying, if, I if, a, you guy, say, if a quarterback if, is not used to wearing a glove and a coach says, you're wearing a glove. No, 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 no. He's not no, going to no, say that. He's not going to say that. He's not going to say that. No, 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 no. That's what I'm asking. You're saying it was the coach's fault. Yeah, I'm saying. Is the coach not supposed to? What do you. I'm saying it's a coach's fault because this wasn't worked through. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a definitive answer on which way that we're going. You see what I'm saying? I'm saying that at the beginning of the game. You're either wearing the glove or you're not. However, you start the game, that's how you play. Right. I'm saying that they went to the glove in the the after effect of, holy snap, he can't grip the ball. Mm -hmm. That should have already been tested. They should have already been able to say, all right, how do you feel with the glove? How do you feel without the glove? Which way are you going? And now we're going to make a decision. Mm-hmm. What, what I think Jesse's trying to say more than anything is you cannot have your quarterback who's directing, your ball, directing 90% of your snaps in a frenzy. Right. The last, thought, the last thing I want my quarterback is to have to worry about gripping the football. Right. right? It's always little things that I don't, I don't want to have to – because now every time he's ready to throw – and it's why some throws sailed and went high and all that kind of stuff. Because when you're throwing a football, if you're squeezing the football extra tight, then you're not. there's no touch on it. You see what I'm saying? So all these little things that people may not know about, like, oh, the ball is going to the ground because he squeezed the ball so hard yeah. trying to grip it. This stuff should have been – a coach should have been like, hey, let's go through this. Right. Especially yeah. a coach who's a former quarterback. Your head coach is a former quarterback. Your OC is a former quarterback, and your quarterback coach is a former quarterback. Yeah, so I'm all just, three of these guys who have played in this game before have he played. He learned about how do you accent. No, I just I I guess I'm saying if I'm I would think Prescott's like let me try this out. I want to do this. Why didn't Prescott do that? If players could do it all, why would you have a coach? That's to me though. To me, for a quarterback, it's very specialized. You want him happy. You want him to. To me, that seems so. Like as a coach, co- should you help him? Of course, but I'm I'm still thinking. But as a coach, shouldn't none, you help? You don't him? think none of the blame belongs on Prescott for that? Yes, sir. Okay, that's yes, what I'm sir. asking. You heard me say that when I said they should have settled him down so he could make these check downs, so he can dump off something. Yes, sir. When he went into a little frenzy, but once he go into that frenzy, what do you do as a coach? Let him go into frenzy before the game. Prescott should have been said, "Hey, let me try those gloves." No, a coach it, should have come to him and said, hey, are we trying – like, have you tried the gloves? Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. A coach should have. Yeah. But shouldn't have pressed guys, Because guys, they do the same thing when it comes to cleats. All right, now. We, it's, it's rainy outside. It's yeah. muddy outside. Do you, do quarter you want, inches. Do you want the real or do you want No, I what want you, the real. I okay, want to know. Okay, give him the real. Now, listen. Yeah. You, it you don't have to believe him. What should the coach have done about the gloves? He should have had the gloves. 
The coach should have asked him about the gloves, right? Yes. The coach okay. should have asked he him gave, about the He gave you the right. real. Now, you either want the real or you want it to but be why, something else. But why wouldn't Prescott say, hey, let me try the gloves? Why would, Why is that none of that on Prescott? It just don't work that way. It's just, that's one of those things <laughs> that doesn't, yeah. doesn't work that when way. When your kid uh, – when your kid – there's a big difference between no, my two-year-old no, poo-poo no, and his pants no, and a it grown ain't, man it playing ain't no, football. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't no difference. Because oh, one, oh, no, yeah, there is. If it is, who you who, who would they get rid of? That that You're not getting rid of any. I'm not. That's not you, the point. You, but see, you keep taking it to another level. You keep moving the target. No. Which target do you want? You asked, why didn't Dak think of it? He did not think of it. But right. who should have thought of it? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. The coach should have thought of it. Okay, if the Dak, coach should have thought of it, why then he Dak should have thought any, of it. Why isn't Dak getting any blame? He did get the blame. He get the loss. Yeah. Well, yeah. But he I don't hear you loss. guys blaming him. You, if you, you, you may have been directed somewhere else. When I said <laughs> this kid should have hit some of them dump downs when it came down to this decision by the coach. If he would have hit some of those dump downs that was clearly first downs to Zeke, we wouldn't have been in this position. But guess what? I don't deal in what should have been. I deal in what should be. And we lost. And so you find the reasons why you lost. And believe it or not, they're not going to fire 52 guys. And they're not going to question the the guys who are on special team. And they're not going to question why the ball hit the ground. It's going to be that guy that, hey – the head coach, the special team coach, the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, and we'll be sitting here, if things don't turn around, we'll be sitting here saying, well, what about Dak? What about Zeke? They're going to be here, bro. Right. They're going to be here. So what the coaches should do, and this is just me talk, what the coaches should do is cover their bases. That's what the coaches should do. It goes right. back to leaving no stone unturned. Yep. Yeah, I, agree with I mean, I'm with you. But my difference with Dak is different than yours. I'm talking about what happened in the game versus who should have got some gloves right. Dak said before the game, I heard him say this, we'll deal with the weather when the weather get here. I'll, I'll be ready whenever. <laughs> I played and all that. That's what Dak said. Now, whether he was doing coach's speak or Dak's speak, that's what he said. But the film and the game, during the game, showed that he couldn't deal with it. And the way he dealt with it was in an ugly, frenetic way of trying to change gloves, trying to put headbands on. That's what we saw, and that's what happened. The bottom line is, did the coaches ask him in a way that was acceptable, hey, man, you want to try some gloves? Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Do you want to try some some wet balls? Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Now, I don't go over there. You do. So I'm asking you. I need for you to find that out. Did the coaches ask? He said they asked him at the press conference, why did you make the decision to not put on the gloves before the game? He just said, I've never worn them. I've only worn them in practice. It was cold when I wore them in practice. It wasn't raining. And I didn't feel like they did anything better than the bare hands. But I found out tonight, with the rain, they're pretty helpful. That's so, what I'm saying. So As a coach, you shouldn't. this should not be revealed to you in that moment. Right. This stuff should have been practiced. It should have went, went. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you leave it to him, if you leave it, it's like being injured. If you leave it to them, they're all going to go what they're naturally taught to do. Right? This, oh, well, this, this is the part of coaching. Okay, you don't like the gloves? Cool. But let's just make sure. 
because you haven't thrown a wet football when it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. So how about we soak these footballs all week and you put a glove on one period, you put a, you take the glove off the next period. Let's just see what works better for you so that you have some sort of understanding of which way to go. You just heard that man say that they didn't figure this out until they were figuring it out. Right. right. That's too late. That's too late. Yeah. All right, enough of talking about these damn gloves. Let's talk about <laughs> the Bills and what this team is right now. When we come back, I'm hanging with the boys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And Otterbox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We're back. We all got our gloves on <laughs> mid-show. No, see how no, it turns no. out. It's fun to hear those guys The watch party that. was awesome this weekend. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot of people show they up. They did. Come out to Christmas at the Star. Cowboys will be hosting... The third annual Christmas at the Star, presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb, now through December 21st. Enjoy free, family-friendly events throughout the holiday season. And take your photo with Santa while you're out here. Visit Merry Christmas to you. TheStarInFrisco.com. Doug, do you have your gloves on? I do. Okay. And uh, it's it's makes the board feel a little different in here. Does it? Yeah. You, you should have practiced you, you, it all week first. <laughs> you hear this in, <laughs> you hear this, practice. You, you hear this in basketball more than you hear in football. But when you hear it in football, it makes you feel good. Tom Brady is known for what more than anything? Winning. Doctor Besides the winning, the go a little simple. And let me give you the A, B, and C. A is intelligence. B, his talent, or C, his athletics. 
I mean, that same question is asked for Drew Brees. That same question is asked for the kid in, in, down with the Saints. Which are they known more for? A, intelligence. B, their, uh, uh, ta- their physical talents. Or C, their overall athletics. Brady, Which Brady be intelligence. A, intelligence. Yes. A, yeah. The kid in Green Bay, what is he known for? Uh, he might be athletic. They're Intelli- all, they're all in- smart. I- intelligence. But it's intelligence. Yeah. Intelligence. That kid is saying intelligence. And even in certain situations, they coaches have to still remind, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Because as players, we are brought up to be number one, tough, mean, physical, and bear through all. So, you know, nobody had to tell me when I went to Philadelphia that I had to put on some sleeves because I wasn't going to be dumb enough to run out there without sleeves. (laughs) But guess what? I was raised to go through anything. But until I had to go through those physical things, somebody had to be smart enough to help me through these physical things. Coaches are nothing more than parents. And my job as a parent is to prepare you for these adventures that you may see in life because I supposed to have the experience. Not played the experience, but in most cases seen the experience. It don't change. So, yes, if your kid poo-poo in his clothes, he won't know the cry that he need to be changed to after a couple of times you change him. And he's like, hmm, that feels better. Yeah! Mommy, you need to come change me. Yes, I would, put, I would, I would say it's about a, like a two-year-old. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Tell, tell him the story that you told us in the break. What did I tell you? About the sleeves. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I was, I was telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. I was like, we saw a chance to talk. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We so in the break. No, I was just telling them, you know, we were playing a game, and it wasn't raining before the game. And like Jason Witten, I wore the long, the half sleeves. Uh, and remember, we were in a game. It began to rain. And Kurt Schumann came to me, and he said, listen, you got those sleeves on now. Um, when you, you know, if you get in the game and catch the ball, are, those, are you going to slip out? Are you going to fumble? And I'm like, Oh, snap. It didn't even dawn on me at that time, because it was just a part of what I did, that this stuff could get wet and slippery and not be good friction with the ball. And you never tested it before. And I so never you tested didn't know. it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I said, you know what? Let me take these off just in case, because I didn't know. Yeah. But it was the coach that came to me and was like, hey, you good with those sleeves on? And it wasn't like he said, man, take those off. Because, again, all about the approach. If he came to me and said that, then it would have been some sort of like, Friction. Yeah, I'm good. What like, you talking what about? You mean? Like, yeah. Take them off. Like, I'm, I'm a grown man. But he was like, hey, you good with those sleeves? They ain't going to get wet and you're going to fumble, right? I was like, huh, never thought about that. You know Another what? story. Emmett yeah. Smith Let me take went through the off. same thing. Nice. Emmett Smith went through the sleeves through, with the gloves, same thing. In Florida, he didn't never play in that type of, you know, weather. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what makes it comes to life quicker than anything I'm joking. I was joking. But I'm telling you what makes it come to life quicker than anything. When you got a full-grown man bearing down on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. When you, when you for, for eight weeks, you have caught the ball and flicked it out there with no problems. Clear weather, slight wind. Guess what? Bad weather, rain, and Gilmore made that flick not so nice. It's, it's, it's the experience that you get. Now, let's, let's ask this question. If, if we're blessed to be here again in this type of situation again, think Dak could do it the same way? 
No. No. Think the coaches would do it the same way? No. Hope not. Right? You hope not. (laughs) I'm just saying. And you asked earlier, and it was a good question, what makes them so hard to beat at home, right? What is it? It is weird, but you can feel it. Like when you walk out on that field, you know that you're going to see something that you haven't seen. Something weird, some weird formation, some weird play. You you just feel – the aura of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You feel it. You know at some point during that game, okay, there's going to be some crazy formation, some crazy play that you haven't seen, and you just know it's going to happen maybe multiple times. And then the weather on top of that, the conditions, and you're like, they're used to this. This is what they thrive in. They play in this stuff. We haven't played in this stuff. We've never played in this. And Gronk was on at halftime, and he made a statement, and you know he had a terrible halftime. But anyway, he made a statement. And it is absolutely true. And he said one of the things that you have to contend with when you come to play in New England are the elements. And I know for a fact, Bill does not go inside for anything. Unless there's lightning, he is your – because he's saying you're going to play. I remember playing, I mean practicing. It's a monsoon outside. We did not go inside. And this wasn't even during the season. Because he's saying, we're getting ready for a game. You're going to have to play in this. There is no – and they have a, they have an indoor. Very rarely do they go inside to practice. Because you come to New England, it is an advantage Patriots when you have to deal with the snow or the cold or the wind or the rain. So they're going to be so well prepared in it that it's just – they didn't blink. This is what we do. They didn't blink. We used to do see this is what's so funny because Coach Parcells, Coach Johnson, Coach Belichick, you'll be amazed at how close they are. You will be amazed. And these guys, that stone unturned is them. I remember here in Dallas, the few times that it was blazing cold, that's when we used to play at Texas State. It's the few even though it was Wednesday. And it's 30 degrees with the wind blowing, and it was projected to be 75 on Sunday. We were still out there. <laughs> he said, What if the weather don't change? We still be out there. He'd be covered up. I mean, head to toe, you could barely see it. We'd be out there just freezing. <laughs> but when Sunday came, and it was a slight Christmas to it, somebody like Tampa, or the 49ers showed up. We knew they wasn't going to be ready for this. And we knew, like coach, what we did, we have on our special teams roster that we could do to these cats. Because all it takes is one play to throw you off and you lose a game by four points or less. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all we have time for today. Yeah, Tomorrow. Talk about Sorry. Nah, nah, nah. Time. It's fine. No, no it's, fine. It's all, it was all good stuff. Then we get off air, I got to beat up Kurt. Okay. No, no. Right, we're going to lock the door. Hey, I learned something. Two man enter, one man leave. <laughs> I like that. What movie is that? What? Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Max. You will leave, dog, because I, I, I'm too, mu- I'm too uh-huh. much of a Christian to beat you up. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, Jesse, we want to know what you're thinking, Cowboys Nation. So we're going to take phone calls. We're gonna, hey, Douglas hey, we, is we're back not on the talking phones. No, we're not talking, no New England tomorrow. So we moving forward? Yeah, we got to. Good luck with that. Mm. We, wow. People, people going to want to talk about New England. <laughs> yeah, okay. Probably. Okay. I will concede this. Let's take a vote. Now, Doug, you included. Shannon, Hmm. let me host this just two seconds. Okay. Let's take a vote. And be honest, everybody. Okay. I want to move forward. If we should talk New England, just 
Shannon, should we talk a little New England tomorrow? A little? Okay, yeah, like a little, a but not every call. A segment. Yes. A no, segment. I wouldn't even do a segment. If they ask a question, maybe we'll answer it. But, but. But, okay, but then it, look who's sitting here. Look who's sitting here. If, if they <laughs> ask a question, look who's sitting here. Okay? That's so you got to give us a confident answer today, man. All right, Doug, Kurt. Doug, you be the tiebreaker. Doug, you be okay, – Okay, what do you feel if they ask about it? We can answer their question, sure. Okay. But I don't think we But that's talking about it. That's, I'm serious. We yeah. talk about it. Because once we start on New England, you but know what But they haven't go. got a chance to vent. Let them we vent. Vented. Let we're, them we're, vent. We vented New England today. Let them vent. They didn't get okay, a chance so to vent. Okay, so you for letting them vent. Let them vent, yeah. You, you for letting them vent. Yeah, yeah. You for letting them vent. Yes. We know what's going to happen. We're going to let them they vent. Because you, know, you know we ain't going to get to the bills. They're not, they're not going to talk about New England. They're going to talk about. <laughs> right, I understand. You know what they're going to talk about. about yeah. I'm not going to bring it up. They need but, to vent. Yep, they need to get it off their chest, too, right? Yeah. Doug, what you think? <laughs> I was going to let them vent. Let them vent. Let them vent. I'm the only one that believes Unanimous. that. Unanimous. If we don't prepare for Buffalo soon, guess what Nate, can we happen? ain't playing the game. Well, we fans. wasn't <laughs> playing the game either. But we'll me prepare. and Jesse, well, Jesse gave you the full sky report, and I gave you the special oh, team you know sky what? report. You know what? I forgot it's a short week. That's what I'm keep trying yeah. to tell y'all. I, I tell you what, first half of the show, Vent, last half of the show, Buffalo. So okay. pick one you want to call. <laughs> How's that work? All right. All right. All right. Kurt, thanks for being Thank there, brother. You. Jesse, good talking to you. Nate, love, thanks for bringing it. Douglas, good to have you back, man. I'm divorcing you. Got you again tomorrow. We'll take your calls tomorrow, 888-855-2297. Hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?